Social Zoom Factor, episode 54. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life Zoomed. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. Today, we are going to talk about LinkedIn. And believe it or not, this is the first podcast where we have talked about LinkedIn. Now, don't get me wrong. That does not mean I don't like LinkedIn or that I rank it lower than any of the other social platforms. We see a ton of value and benefit from using LinkedIn. And we were some of the first folks on LinkedIn when they launched back in 2003 And we see great benefit in both a personal as well as business perspective for the businesses that we own, including our agency marketing nuts. And LinkedIn is one of the networks that I probably spend the least amount of time. However, I get some of the greatest return. And so today's podcast, I am going to put LinkedIn into a nutshell for you. And it's going to be a little bit longer than our normal in a nutshell series that we do, mostly because LinkedIn takes a little bit more to explain. So I'm going to explain to you some of the stats and a little bit of the history of LinkedIn with some compelling statistics to help you understand who's using LinkedIn and why. And then I'm going to finish with 10 things that you can do on LinkedIn and not one of them includes looking for a job. And so that's probably one of the biggest confusions out there is people think LinkedIn is just for job searching. And yes, while it is a great place to build your brand and to be able to locate a job and find jobs, it's only one of the many places you can look to find a job. There are many other networks out there that can help you find a job as well. And there are also many, many things that you can do on LinkedIn besides look for a job. So if you are in business, and particularly if you are in a B2B, business-to-business environment, or even a business-to-consumer environment, but you are at a level that you need to connect with other business people, and even if you are in a business-to-consumer market and you still need to connect with a professional type of audience that is on LinkedIn, LinkedIn is an amazing place for you to be and to spend time. And it will help you in building your brand and in connecting with people that you normally would never get an opportunity to even connect with. And when you add and integrate it with things like Twitter and with the blog and with Facebook, it is just crazy the results that you can get and the relationships that can be nurtured with LinkedIn really serving as a valuable component to that strategy in meeting your goals. So those are some of the things we are going to talk about today. LinkedIn is one of the social networks that we spend the least amount of time on, but receive the greatest benefit. And many of the leads that we get that come in through LinkedIn are already practically qualified. And usually it's the people that come to us and say, okay, 
how do I get a proposal from you and when can we start business? And I am not exaggerating. And the reason for this is because they are able to validate who we are, what we are, where we've been and what we're doing utilizing LinkedIn. They can see our network. They can see the people who have endorsed us, who have recommended us. They can see the places that we've worked, the things that we've done, and the authenticity and transparency to our brands, both personally and professionally. Bottom line, it's where the social business rubber hits the road and people can validate who you are, what you are, where you've been, and where you're going. So first off, a little history is LinkedIn launched in May 2003. And at the end of the first month of their operation, they had a total of 4,500 members in their network. Isn't that crazy to think about? It just proves that we all have to start somewhere now, don't we? And as of 2013, looking at Fortune 500 companies, its corporate talent solutions are used by 94 of the Fortune 100 organizations. LinkedIn operates the world's largest professional network on the internet with more than 313 million members in over 200 countries and territories. Professionals are signing up to join LinkedIn at a rate of more than two new members per second. 67% of LinkedIn members are located outside of the U.S. So particularly interesting if you are looking to expand your global reach and connect with a global audience. And one of their fastest growing demographics right now are students and recent grads. So there are over 39 million students and recent college graduates on LinkedIn. LinkedIn members did over 5.7 billion professionally oriented searches on the platform in 2012 alone. And more than 3 million companies have LinkedIn company pages. And there are more than 1.5 million unique publishers that are actively using the LinkedIn share button on their sites to send content into the LinkedIn platform. I'm raising my hand. I'm one of them. We actually have multiple networks that are using that LinkedIn share button. And LinkedIn members are sharing insights and knowledge in more than 2.1 million LinkedIn groups. So that means there's over 2.1 million LinkedIn groups. And in the second quarter of 2014, mobile accounted for 45% of unique visitor members to LinkedIn. And if you follow me at all on this podcast and my blog, you know I have been preaching and teaching about mobile marketing lately. So if you have not checked out some of my prior episodes on mobile marketing, I encourage you to check it out because you cannot be ignoring this mobile customer. 90% of people who own a mobile device have that device within arm's reach 100% of the time. You need to check out episode 40 which talks about why you can't ignore this mobile customer. 41 talks about 15 strategies and steps for you to make sure you're connecting with and maximizing your connection with this modern connected customer. And 42 talks about my five favorite tools for driving conversions focused around this modern mobile connected customer. So you definitely want to check those out. And you want to make sure that your website or your blog is integrated with LinkedIn and that your blog can be easily viewed via LinkedIn. So if somebody is 
clicking a link from your blog or your website that is getting shared to LinkedIn, you want to make sure that that view is optimized when your blog is viewed via that mobile app from LinkedIn. And that's something you want to check out. And a lot of times when we do audits with our clients, that's something that usually is not working too well because it's something that they're not thinking about testing. But it's really important, particularly if you are looking at this mobile audience and you are looking at a business audience who is uh, connecting on mobile, which is the majority of them. So let's go ahead and get started and talk about 10 things that you can do on LinkedIn that is going to help you both personally and professionally in building your brand and building your business on LinkedIn other than looking for a job. Number one is that you can build your brand. And this is both personal and professional. So LinkedIn gives you the opportunity to set up your own personal profile as well as a corporate page. Your personal profile is going to give you the ability to publish content, which we're going to talk about in a little bit, to share content that you have published on other sites, which we'll also talk about a bit later in this podcast, as well as really establish authority and share your experience. So you can validate who you are and what you are, can tap into your personal network of friends, your professional network of friends, but it gives you the ability to really brand yourself in a professional way. And it's one of those platforms that it's okay to share what you've done, where you've been, what your achievements were, what awards you've won. You know, what are the things you've done in your life that matter? What are the things you've done in your business that matter? Kind of who are you? What do you do? What have you done? And what are you doing? Where are you going? You can explain all of those things right there on LinkedIn on your own personal profile. So it's an amazing opportunity for you to be able to brand yourself and brand your business in just a very solid and professional way. And we will have some other podcasts and resources for you to check out. And we will be launching some training on this topic as well. You can go to socialzoomfactor.com slash subscribe to receive updates and be some of the first to know as well as get some pretty good deals when we launch that training. But stay tuned because this is just the first of several podcasts to come in the very near future on the topic of LinkedIn. I encourage you to also check out episode 11, which talks about why personal branding is a requirement, not an option for anybody working in business today. And it also includes a white paper you can download, which will help you justify investment in your personal brand if you're working within an organization where you need to get that support and maybe you're struggling with getting that support. So let's move on. Number two is LinkedIn provides part of that fabric that helps you connect the dots of your brand, your network, and your online presence. And in episode 53, we talked about how important this social fabric is as you're weaving an integrated platform together, inclusive of your assets that you own, your networks that you own, your blog, your content, as well as a social network. So LinkedIn is a very important piece of that fabric. And it's going to help you connect the professional dots 
of your personal brand and your business brand with your online presence and ensure that your network and all those who are interested in doing business with you, both personally and professionally, are able to see that fabric and able to see that it's validated, that it's built upon a solid foundation and solid threads of success. Number three, as you can empower your employees as brand advocates and brands that understand the power of employee brand advocacy are already several steps ahead of their competition. Your employees can be your greatest advocates when it comes to leveraging and growing your social networks. And remember, your employees are not just a paid advertisement. They are not just a body, a warm body that is going to tweet on your behalf or post on LinkedIn on your behalf. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying I want them to turbo fire your brand by posting on LinkedIn and tweeting about you. No, I want you to invest in them as human beings. I want you to invest in them as people and helping them grow their professional network and helping them tap into the power of your brand and associating themselves with you and your brand and you also tapping into their network, but doing it in a very authentic way with objectives and goals that are aligned to your business and to the needs of your audience. And I encourage you to check out episode 15, where we talk about exactly that. And it's about the social employee. And it includes the exact steps that you need to ignite an employee brand advocacy program. And we will be having quite a bit of content coming very soon on this topic with a partner and client that will be co-hosting this content with. And it will include a tweet chat as well as a series of webinars. And we are going to be starting at the 101 level. What is employee brand advocacy? How can I leverage it within my organization? And our partner is Everyone Social, and I encourage you to check them out. But utilizing LinkedIn for brand advocacy with your employees is not just something that should be done in a silo. So when I talk about utilizing LinkedIn for employee brand advocacies and empowering your employees to power up your brand, it's meant to be part of an overall program and plan, not just something where you're going to throw them on LinkedIn. So I want to make that very clear. Number four thing you can do utilizing LinkedIn other than look for a job is you can humanize your brand. So you can actually prove that you are human. You can show your human face. You can share videos. You can share content, podcasts. You can engage and talk with people. So remember when we talked about the 2.1 million LinkedIn groups that exist? You can go be part of those groups. You can talk with other human beings. You can build relationships with other human beings. And you can do this even through things like messages. So let's say somebody reaches out to you and says, hey, will you connect with me, Pam? I can reply back in a very human way. Thanks so much for the connection. I noticed that you work here. I noticed you live here. Or, you know, I see this article you just published. Go that extra mile to notice what is on people's profiles, to engage with them. Show that you are human and that you care about other humans. Don't just set up a canned response that says, thank you so much for visiting my page on LinkedIn and accepting my connection. Don't do it. And I recently talked about this topic in specific detail on episode 46 titled, No, You Cannot Pick My Brain for Free. And I talk a lot about LinkedIn on there and a lot of the spam that I have been getting. And I know a lot of you have been getting too. And just make sure that you're not behaving in a canned spam type of way. Make sure you are leveraging platforms like LinkedIn to humanize your brand, not make a bad brand impression. 
This leads us perfectly into number five, which is establishing thought leadership, trust, and authority. And the best way that you are going to establish trust and authority is with testimonials, is with proof points, is with content that proves you know your stuff, okay? You can do all of those things right on LinkedIn. And so you can get recommendations from clients, from partners, from past colleagues, from past bosses, current bosses, current clients, all of those things, past or current. LinkedIn also has an endorsement feature and where people can endorse certain skills. So you can go to a person's profile and you can say, yes, I endorse Pam for being the funniest nut on the planet. No, you can say I endorse Pam for social media. I endorse Pam for uh, social business, for marketing, for email marketing, for ROI achievement, whatever it may be. People can endorse you. Now, is there gaming that goes on with endorsements? Absolutely. Do some people endorse us on LinkedIn just so their little picture can show and so people will link to their profile. Absolutely. But that does not mean endorsements don't matter. And I wrote a blog post on this uh, a couple years ago, year and a half ago, whenever it was that LinkedIn launched that new endorsement feature. I think recommendations go a lot further than endorsements, but endorsement is one of those things we just kind of all have to use on LinkedIn because it also goes into play with their search algorithm, I believe. So when somebody goes to LinkedIn and searches for particular content that is related to your profile, you want it to show up. And rumor has it that those endorsements are playing into that. So although I don't advocate spending a ton of time on them, they are something that is great. I guess if people are giving you the endorsements, I'm not going to complain about it. But proof points are a great way for you to validate trust and authority. And what do I mean by proof points? Proof points are basically validating your achievements, validating the things that you have won, the awards that you have received, the the things that you have accomplished in your life and business. And you can add projects to LinkedIn. You can add different um awards you've won, all of those types of things you can put right into your LinkedIn profile. And we'll be doing some more content on these specific areas very soon to help you with what should go in there and what should not go in there. I will tell you to be very careful about not stuffing your profile for SEO. And I know a lot of self-proclaimed gurus out there that just have their profile stuffed. So they'll have you know 20 social media projects that are almost all the same. And yes, they're ranking high when it comes to a search for social media. But I would push back if you are thinking about doing that and say, what value is that going to provide you in the long term? Because the customer that really wants to work with you and wants to find out about you isn't going to like the fact that they have to read through 20 projects that are the same just so you would rank high on a LinkedIn search. And I think the days are going to be limited that that's actually going to pay off. And I truly believe that in the long run, the people that are playing any of those search games, whether that be on Google or on the social networks, they only last so long, right? I mean, think about Facebook. Think about the changes that Facebook has went through the last couple years. And every time we all learn an algorithm and how we can uh, mess with the algorithm or we think we can, what happens? Facebook goes and tweaks it and takes that away. So my advice is always just to build your brand, build your following, build your business based on ethical methodologies and practices. And if you focus on the needs of your audience and serving them and describing yourself in a meaningful and authentic way, those benefits are always going to come back to you and they're going to come back to you in the right time and in the right way. 
and cheaters may beat you in the sprint, but they will never beat you in the marathon. And we all know that life is a marathon, not just a sprint. Although some days it feels like a sprint. We are all in this for the long haul. Number six is that you can start and nurture relationships. So you can start brand new relationships. You can reach out to people you do not know and start a relationship with them. Ask to connect with them. Say, hey, I'm connected to you on Twitter. Could we connect here? I get a ton of those requests every single day. Pam, I follow you out on Twitter or I follow your blog or I like this blog post here. Could we connect on LinkedIn? And of course, I accept their connection on LinkedIn as long as they look like a real human being and not a spammer or a robot. But they've mentioned the fact that they follow me on another network. And that's something I really encourage you to do if you are connecting with new people on LinkedIn. Make it personal. Don't just send them a blind request to connect with you. If you are looking to truly start a network on LinkedIn and start a relationship on LinkedIn, make sure that you make that personal. And when you're talking about nurturing relationships, we can also nurture existing relationships. So if you have a relationship already, in process, somebody maybe you've known for years or somebody you just met, you can nurture that relationship and take it to a new level on LinkedIn. You can connect with them in a more professional manner. Maybe it's somebody you've been connecting with on Facebook or on Instagram or through their blog or your blog or offline. You can go directly to LinkedIn. And I'll tell you, when we start working with new clients or prospective clients and we have a lead that comes in to our one of our platforms and somebody says, hey, Pam, I want to work with you. One of the first places I go is LinkedIn. And I go look up that person's name. I'll look up their business and see who I know in common with them. I'll also see where else they've worked. I'll see what their experience is. I'll see what they're doing. So we can learn so much about them, which leads us into number seven, which is we can learn about our audience and conduct research. So we can conduct research on prospective clients, on our competition, on current clients, on partners, on influencers. If they exist on LinkedIn, you can do research on them. You can figure out where they've worked. You can figure out what they've done. You can figure out what content are they producing. You can link off to their other professional networks, assuming that they have that professional profile updated, which is why it's so important that you make sure you have yours updated as well. But it's a great resource for you to do research at a professional level about your audience. And if you pay for the upgraded membership, which I encourage you to do, if you are serious about connecting on LinkedIn, you can do extended searches. You can uh, connect with more people. You can accept more invitations that come to you and you can accept what they call in mail, which people are enabled to communicate with you. If they have that ability on their profile, they can send you a specific direct message and communicate with you about a business opportunity or partnership opportunity, whatever that may be. But it is a great way for you to conduct research and learn about your audience. Number eight is you can build community. So you can foster a community right there on LinkedIn, as well as you can join an existing community. So if you're looking to tap into the power of the OPC, which is other people's content and other people's community, which I talk a lot about, LinkedIn is a great place to do that. So you can tap into other communities that are already being led by other people. 
And if you're looking to start your own LinkedIn group, I really encourage you to join some other groups first. So it's always good to listen first before you start talking and building. Make sure you see how other people are doing their LinkedIn groups. Take a look at some of your competitor groups. Take a look at other top groups within your industry. And within LinkedIn, it's really easy for you to do a search to find some of those groups on topics and uh, content, whatever that may be. And just look for some of the top groups. You know, if you're already on Twitter, ask a question out there. Say, hey, does anybody know uh, some good groups on this particular topic that I can join on LinkedIn? And I bet you'll get a ton of uh, responses. And if you use the hashtag pound LinkedIn on Twitter, you'll probably get some responses. You could try the same thing out on Facebook, but great place for you to build community. Number nine is you can publish content. And so this also helps you build community. This also helps you build your brand and everything else we've talked about earlier, building that fabric, integrating everything together. You can publish content from any of your other social networks, which aligns directly also to number 10, which is maximize the ROI of all of your other social networks and the content. You can publish brand new content. So you could write a brand new blog post and you could publish it via the LinkedIn publishing feature right there on your own social profile on LinkedIn. Or you can also take content from your existing social network. So let's say you have videos out on YouTube or you have content on SlideShare. I do this as well with both video and SlideShare presentation decks. You can embed those right onto your LinkedIn profile. So people can view that video, view that SlideShare right there on your LinkedIn profile. You can also pull in podcasts. So I have all of our podcasts published at socialzoomfactor.com as well as I put uh, them on my blog at pammarketingnut.com. I can basically copy and paste that content that includes video, includes blog content, includes podcasting, slide share, whatever it may be, and publish it as a post on LinkedIn. And that, my friends, is how you maximize the return on your investment on the content that you are producing. You want to make sure that your content can be leveraged across the different social networks that you are a member of. And this is why it is so important. And in every single podcast, I talk to you about setting goals and prioritizing your audiences and prioritizing the social networks that you are on. It's not because I'm just trying to to boss you around and I'm trying to get you to do less. I want you to be successful. And that's why you must choose the right social networks and understand where your audience is hanging out online. How are you going to go have the most relevant conversation with them? How are you going to help them achieve their goals so you can also achieve your goals? And how are you going to to integrate all of these things together? How are you going to build that social fabric that is going to enable success for everybody involved? So there you have it in a nutshell. I gave you LinkedIn in a nutshell in less than 30 minutes, inclusive of 10 things you can do on LinkedIn other than look for a job. So I hope if nothing else, I have inspired you to take a second look at LinkedIn if you've already been there and have been ignoring it for a while. If you haven't been on LinkedIn, I encourage you to check it out and I hope I have inspired you to do that. I know that your time is valuable and I know you have a ton of things on your plate that you are trying to accomplish. And if you're anything like me, you're trying to balance life and business and kids and everything else. So I appreciate the time that you spend here with me and I hope that this time provides you value 
I encourage you to come join us on the blog at socialzoomfactor.com. Leave a review at iTunes. If you like what you hear, I would love to hear your words. It really helps iTunes understand we're the real deal and it helps more people be able to hear our content and benefit from our content, which is our number one goal. So thank you for your time. I hope you have an amazing week and that you achieve your goals in both business and life. Get out there and go Zoom and make your life happen. That's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash Zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor. Zoom Factor.